But your level of consistency is amazing. I mean, I need it. Like, it's, I'm there, like, for selfish reasons. Like, I won't do good in business if I'm not there. It's like, I have to work out. That's my first win of the day. Really? Yeah. You won't do business? Okay, what's the relationship between business and your for, idea of working out? For me, it's just, like, I need that quick W. I call it the first win of the day. Like, if I don't work, if I don't wake up and work out, I just don't feel good about myself. So my energy's off. And then now when I'm working, I'm thinking about, like, okay, so when am I going to get my workout in today? So I might really? as well get it in, like, Immediately. Every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So I believe um, success takes a certain level of discipline and for sure consistency. Have you always been that way? Um, no, nah, I don't think, no, nah, I've definitely not always been that way. I've, I've always worked hard. I've always been disciplined, like as far as sports. I think I'm disciplined and consistent on the things that I love doing. Mm-hmm. So when I found out that I loved, you know, business, love going to the gym. I'm consistent and disciplined about those things, but things that I don't like doing, uh, it's hard for me to stay consistent about. Do you know how to teach someone to be disciplined? Um, That's a hard thing for me. I've been trying to like figure out. Yeah. I don't, I think, I think there's some things that you can not teach. Yeah. I think you can help people become more disciplined, but at the end of the day, it's something that you're either going to be disciplined about something or you're not. And it's just dependent on the relationship you have with that thing. You know, if you love doing something, you're going to do it every day without thinking about it. And people are going to say you're disciplined, but you don't really see it that way. You love working out, bro. Yeah, I love working out. I love. No, you, know, you don't. I love. Bro. I love working out with the people. I can't even imagine how somebody <laughs> would love working out. Like you got to come to Rich and Fit, bro. You'll fall in love with it. I went there, and we had a workout last Sunday. Actually, it was the last Sunday or Sunday before last. Yeah, two Sundays ago, we went to we did a um, a muscle mindset. And something else with money. And we invited a bunch of people and we worked out together. And then we did like a workshop after. It was really Yeah, really I saw dope. that. It looked dope. Yeah, but I didn't feel good doing a workout. <laughs> I wanted to quit. Exactly. Probably. Yeah. yeah. If I'm being real with you, I don't I mean, love it. You don't love it either, bro. Nah, I love it. I love it. Some people don't love it. You might be, you might be like Neo. Ultimately, in the end goal, right? Like, obviously, if you were thinking about your five year, 10 year plan, are you planning on being 60 and having your podcast, right? Like, are you planning on Howard starting this thing or, you know, whoever has the longest running show that is senior level? Mm. Um, are you planning on being that person, right? If not, if you're planning on being a person where you can go and speak at Howard about what you've done and how you've overcame working at a Cheesecake Factory to building a t-shirt line, doing seven figures, and then starting a podcast and building a, a university around podcasting and all of these things, you have to detach David, the person from the podcast. Mm, and how do I do that? You, you do that by personal branding, right? So when you think of P. Diddy, you don't think of his record label. You right. think of, you would book Diddy. You think of Diddy. You think of Diddy. For right? sure. You're definitely not thinking about Danity Kane right. making the band <laughs> and all of the Day other 26, people. you're not thinking about that. You're not thinking about all the people that Diddy has built. You're not thinking about all the products that Diddy is attached to. When we think of Beyonce, we don't think of Darion. We don't think of Ivy Park. True. Not even Destiny's Child. We don't think of Destiny's Child because they do so good mm-hmm. of being a personal brand and letting their businesses live on their own. Mm, so I need to step my personal branding. Yes. Game. How much you charge? How much you gonna charge me? I I charge a little bit. 
I bow. <laughs> in your so, I, I, I'll I'll give you this example. Tyler Perry says this right. Mm-hmm. He he talked about when you look at a rocket ship, right, and a rocket ship is is going to its highest height. There are uh, things that are going to fall off that have to fall off while the rocket ship is going to that height yeah. because number one, a couple of things. Number one is that. The way the rocket is is made, it need at this bottom level, it needs all of these things to help it get to its highest height. But once once it gets to that height, it, those things need to fall off, or it's never going to reach that height, right? Um, and it's a it's a matter of that happening where um, there was a vision in the beginning where all right, this is this is the vision, this is where we're looking to go, um, and. As we're going in that direction, um, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of work. There's things that's, that are that are that are are being put into the situation to help it reach its highest height, right? Mm-hmm. But then when we get to that height, not everybody's ready for that for that level, right? Some people are going to suffocate because the atmosphere is just too much for them, mm-hmm. right? And so and so that's what wound up happening. We're, 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 we're up here, like everything that we said we were going to do. Every, like, so we're up at this, at this level, at this height, and people are suffocating. Like they can't breathe. Mm. They're like, oh, my God, this altitude. Like I've never been, I've never <laughs> been this high up. I've never been in this altitude. And then now the altitude is suffocating them. And so I could keep them in this altitude, and they're going to die, literally, though, too. We're very, in a very competitive world. Right. So if, if my organization and my leaders are all emotionally distraught and, you know, can't separate personal from business, they lose. Yeah. It was pretty cool one day. Uh, I don't know. And I, I thought about this the other day. Um, I don't know. Kay, you were you were doing something. You were here and like just getting everything done or whatever. And then uh, Donnie told me, like, yo, she's. She was sick or you aren't feeling well. Something. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was like a girl thing going on. I don't know. But she was like, yo, yeah, she's like, she's bad today. And I was like, she told me. That's what I called you. Like, yo, are you good? You sure? And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to lay down. And I I thought, I, I honestly thought that was pretty cool in the moment. I'm like, yo, I didn't even know. But you got the job done. So that's a good example. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> now, outside of that then the people you have a personal relationship with, obviously you, you want to help them in any way that you can and things happen, you know, but when it's time to, when the game starts, yeah. when the game starts, right? There are NFL teams, NBA teams, major league baseball teams that have lost games and championships because of lack of emotional intelligence on the members of the team. Mm. Poise. So if you're listening to this, just find a book on emotional intelligence. Do you have any good ones? Any any, Um, you you know, just anything on emotional intelligence. There's a lot of books written on emotional intelligence. The next one after poise is passion. Passion. David, I'm here because you're very passionate about what you're doing. Right? Obviously, it's not something that you just do haphazardly. You're very passionate about, you know, getting the messages across uh, that you desire. So I'm very passionate, obviously, you know, about helping people supplement their income, supplement their lifestyle. Um, so there's humility, hunger, poise, passion, maturity. Before we get the maturity, uh, somebody said something to me, um, and this is something I'll struggle with. 
I couldn't. I was I was on this mastermind call, and he asked me. He said, "What do, what are you like most passionate about?" Right, and I said something like. My kids, I love hanging out with my kids. I love like mm-hmm. the podcasting space. Mm-hmm. But he was looking for something else. He was looking for me to find something to where my heart breaks about it. Right. And right. I don't know if I have that temperament, but I would love to develop. I'm talking about where people get super passionate when they start talking about something. Right. right. And my temperament is very even keeled. Right. 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 Um, but I do want to get on that side of like something that that moves me emotionally. And he said, most of the people that have been super successful, it came out of something that it was actually Patrick Bet David. He said, most of the people that have been super successful, it came out of something that they hate. Like Oprah. There was like there was like some injustices and you know, her her background of being great. And she had to become successful because she hated a thing. And I, I want to try to develop that. Have you ever been poor? Not poor, no. There you go. Have you ever been poor? Anybody ever been poor? Right? Where we have this never again thing, right? Have you ever been poor and you've had children where you struggle to uh, feed your children? Right? That's that thing. Whatever that thing is. It's called your why. And your why should make you cry, then it should make you fly. Mm. Yeah. So poverty for me um, is is that thing that, that wakes me up in the morning, not just for myself, but for my children. Um, the reason why it's important for me, I have four beautiful children, 22, not children anymore, but adults now. Uh, but when you get to, if you've ever been to a place where, you know, tomorrow – it's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It could, could appear to be dark financially, right? As entrepreneurs, you know, we, you go through those, those spaces so that's that thing, what you're describing is your why, your reason why you're doing something. The reason why after you make the money, you're still going, right? After you're comfortable, what about the next generation, mm -hmm. right? What about the people who are following you? Do they, uh, are they uh, financially independent, right? Um, how bright is their future? How bright is the future for their children? So yeah, that, that why should make you cry, then it should make you fly. And, and that passion comes from, uh, me seeing other people who are in poverty, right? Who are afraid. When the pandemic hit, you know, probably you and I were, you know, we pivoted, mm -hmm. right? But when the pandemic hit, you know, there's a lot of people who lost their livelihood. Uh, there's a lot of people who lost their lives. There's a lot of parents who went to the hospital and never came back and left, right? People behind. Mm -hmm. So uh, the fear of poverty, right? Freedom. Um, our, our community, we should value freedom more than any other thing in this world, mm. right? Because for, for a long period of time, we didn't have it. So um, I was for Absolutely. Absolutely. If you can attribute your success to one of these three things, in what order of importance would you put them? Your network, your work ethic, or your skill set? Your network, your work ethic, or your skill set. What's the most important? What's, what would you contribute most of your success to? Definitely network. Really? Yeah. I didn't think you were going to say that. I think network just helps me in multiple ways. Um, so network, number one, because every day that I wake up, even if I want to slack off, I go on Instagram. Every story I'm watching, someone's doing something. Someone's buying a building. Someone just made another million dollars. Mm. Like, I'm like, how can I slack off if my friends are going crazy that's real so that's one uh network because also you know a lot of my friends are skilled in certain things so they help me with my business like 
Aaron, he's one of my friends. He runs my ads. So he's been running my ads for the past two years. Mm-hmm. Without him, would it be doing what I'm doing? Same with my email team. Same, like all these different aspects of my business. They were my friends before I started doing business with them. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing right there. And I think it's just, it's important to have people that you can talk to about the struggles in business um, because they're probably mm-hmm. going through the same struggles too. And they may have overcame those struggles already. Yeah. So it's like it's like mentors too at the same time. Didn't you think when you got rich you wouldn't have any problems? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it seems oh, like. Oh yeah, right? when you didn't have when you didn't have no money, like it's like, yo, if I get some money, oh my gosh, it's up. I'm gonna be traveling the world, I'm gonna chill, and I'm not doing no webinar every week, and I'm not going to the gym, I'm just gonna be you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it's what it not seems like. like. That. Nah, nah. What's your biggest challenge with success? Uh, I would say the biggest the biggest challenge now is the fact that I know I'm responsible for a lot of other people's income and not just mine. So it's like mm. it's kind of just I have that reminder in my head of I can't slack off and it's a it's a bigger deal if the business doesn't do what I say it's going to do because it's not only impacting my success in my life but a lot of other people's lives too. Yeah. That's so I real. think that's one of the biggest things. I can feel that too, man, because I, I always had a problem with firing people. And I've had a problem firing people even though it was their fault and they deserved to be fired. Mm-hmm. Much more somebody that I would have to let go because if there was like a financial situation, right. like I didn't I didn't perform and do what I had to do. And then I had to come in and tell somebody that is doing an amazing job. Hey, I got to let you go. Yeah. That's real. That's tough. That's tough. That's one of the hardest things about business. Yeah. Thank God I haven't had to do that. Um, uh, I'm not even going to say yet because I don't, I don't think we're not going anywhere. We're good guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fly. Things are great. Um, okay. So back to the rank network. Number one, where did the other two fall work ethic or skill set? Um, I would say probably work ethic because if you got good work ethic and you work on something long enough, you're going to become good at it Mm -hmm. and that's going to build your skill set. You know, some people are naturally talented, but they don't have good work ethic. So they they're not really doing anything with their talents Mm -hmm. or they'll just, you know, get comfortable. So I think work ethic is important. But at the same thing, at the same time, I think that's tied with network. Because if I didn't have a network, if I didn't have friends that were also very successful and they were always working every day and doing big things, then my work ethic wouldn't be where it is right now. Because I'm, I'm inspired yeah. literally daily. And that's what allows me to keep going and Good. want more. And then you're married to another rich man, which we thought for a long time that he was using your money. But oh, so- my God. <laughs> No? No? First now of you all, know, you I- can't think the caliber of the woman that I am would ever continuously be in a relationship with a man and allow him to Yo, use my money. First like off, Oprah got Stedman. You now, don't not, know. <laughs> not that not that Stedman ain't have nothing going on, but Oprah got Stedman. Okay. So, so the thing wait, 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 because we gotta dive into this, yes. right? Because that was the narrative with me and my husband for so long because he never had Instagram and he's quiet. Yes, 100%. Right. So Honestly, I work with a client right now who's very popular on the internet, but her husband is in the oil industry. Mm. So he doesn't have an Instagram. He doesn't care about posting. But trust him, their house is 30,000 square feet. No, so Skittles. to me, I think 
I, I want to change that perception Skittles, in life. I know. What I Zoe know is. you know. I know what he do. But I'm saying for a while, everybody's seeing, oh, this guy, I guess he's in clothes, and then you got Skittles. So Skit, this is the narrative. Of course. Now, I know Zoe is all the way up because yes. he's giving me a lot of money. Okay, we've done a bit, we've done business adventures together, and it's never like a hey, give me a couple days. It's like it's check your account. I'm like, dang, um, and that's how that's a good portion of our relationship yeah. in the beginning. Like, I had a clothing brand, um, and I was growing it and scaling it. And the person that I knew after my first divorce, the person that I knew that I wanted to be with long term would need to match my hustle, my drive, and the ability to sometimes fund my dreams when I'm down and me have the ability to fund his dreams if he was down as well. Now we've been together 10 years. He's never been down. But I mean, ever. I'm, never. Yeah, Zoe ain't, Zo ain't never been down because Zoe is just a quiet hustler. Like mm. he, I, I was getting on him the other day because I was like, babe, you do so much that I don't I don't feel a part of. Like my husband is so big on life insurance, legacy planning. All of our kids got multi-million dollar policies. I don't know. I'm like, okay, great. I see all, I, every week a new state farm person come and jab me. I'm like, <laughs> is I need to put this on public record. That, no, right. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, he's he's really big on the investing side and just really knowing where every single dollar goes yeah. in your business and how to triple it, where I feel like I've always been on the side of working really, really hard. Yeah. And Zoe works very, very smart. Like yeah. Zoe can be a one man band and like make millions of dollars. Meanwhile, my payroll is like six figures. So, and it's always been how it's been. But the reason why I think it's very important is that women sometimes overlook the men that have it going on, but are very quiet about yeah. it. Like sure. most women that are in my space will look at the more flashier person on the internet. And that was me at one point in time when I met Zoe. He's like, oh, I don't got no Instagram, but I'm going to do, I'm taking my mom to Dubai. I'm like, oh, cap, like, because uh, if you he, can't see another, it, it another, 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 uh, here you go. And then like, he comes back, shows me all these pictures, send me all the pictures. I'm like, why you ain't posting on Instagram? Who you trying to hide from? He's like, my life ain't on Instagram. I don't yeah. care about that. So it was a big transition to me. Also, what you don't know, Dave, I, I'm always coming on your podcast, give you all the secrets. <laughs> when I met Zoe, I felt like I was in a very pivotal place in my life. Like I had, you know, my own apartment, my car, like I had everything. And Zoe had 10 retail stores, but was living with his mother, mm. was living with his mom. So I'm like, hold on, do you got it like that for real? Like, are you stable? He's like, I'm good. I got 10 retail stores. I got employees crazy. Like, come to South Carolina and see what I got going on. But it was that stability piece that was like, but you ain't got no Bentley or you ain't got no this. Mm. Is it really real? Until I needed to ship a Jimmy Jazz order that was like $50,000. And I called him and I was like, hey, I'm not going to be able to um spend so much time on the phone with you and dating you this week I gotta hustle and he's like what you mean I'm like I'm coming down there this weekend but I'm not gonna be able to talk to you that week because I have to be able to hustle up this money to be able to ship this PO and he was like oh, okay 
leaving that weekend, I was getting in my car to go back. He came to the car and was like, here's the money for the PO. Mm. When you get it, just give it back to me. It's no problem. But I can't miss a day without talking to you. So it's like, wow, yo. Oh when we get married <laughs> Hold on. are we married like oh, yeah wow. so it was that moment when i really knew like not only did he have my back but the capacity of the man that he had the potential to truly be yeah yeah, I, yeah I, so we, we be sleeping ladies we be sleeping i know y'all be like how you get us out oh i got him but he was living at his mom's house and yeah. i wasn't all that good either he stuck with me on, my, on an airbed for six months, you know, while I rebuilt my brand and rebuilt my business. So I think when you are preparing that relationship, there has to be some give and take. Okay. Speaking of the book writing. Okay. So I'm, I'm curious now. Yeah. How this whole book writing process works because AI is real. Ooh. It's I, wrote, I wrote this book in five hours, just to let y'all know. Five hours. AI, vi AI vibes? Yeah. Yep. So, how to create okay. a fortune as a self-published Here's the question. Yeah. Is it you or? Because yeah. you write a book. I wrote a book. My stories, my information, brain dump, booked it well. But now that we have AI, yeah. and you wrote it with AI, yeah. am I reading AI's words? Yeah. So, the best analogy I will say is you have a lot of pictures on this wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can either use a screwdriver to put the, to put the, put the pictures up or you could drill them in. Did you still put the pictures in? Say it one more time. So, so you have to hang up these pictures Yes. and you have a, you have two tools that you could use. You could use a screwdriver to put them in yep. or you could drill. Yes. And you decide to use a drill. Does it matter? Does it matter how you put, how you put the picture up? Does it matter no. that you use a screwdriver or a drill? No. In that scenario, no. Yeah. Same however, thing. yeah. However, so I think I see a um, a commercial or a meme or cartoon or something like that. Yeah. Lady, long hair, on a date, and she's trying to say the right words, mm -hmm. but she has somebody in her ear coaching her to say whatever needs to be said. Yeah. And the person is super into that person. Yeah. Using someone else's words, yeah. or um, I'm writing. I got a pen pal, and I'm writing this lady these words, but yeah. the words aren't for me. Yeah. I have someone writing it, doing it for me. Yeah, in Plagiarism, that one hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's not what's what's happening with AI though. Okay, right? Because I'm not asking AI to give me the content. Okay, I'm giving AI the content, and I'm saying make it sound better. Right, so give so me an example. give me an example. I give an example with this book. Right, I go to Chat GPT right now. I say, Chat GPT, give me fifteen ways that I can make money from a book. It's not gonna give him my fifteen ways. It don't know my fifteen ways. It's gonna give me what's whatever's out there. Mm -hmm. Right, it's gonna give you oh write a book. Do it's gonna it's gonna it's, it's gonna be so basic. Right, anybody watching, do this, do that. Go to Chat GPT right now. I say, please give me fifteen ways to make money from a book. And I promise you that if you who got it, somebody got it in here. If, if you somebody look, if you look at you the fifteen it? ways, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be words. So give me, you right? got it, you got tell, it. Tell me, tell me the fifteen ways. All right, let me and get then, this. And then you go in my book and you tell me my fifteen ways. Give Cam Mike real quick. Okay, so the fifteen ways are 
Are they like? Do we have? Do we have it in here? Like a yeah. So a so list? so it should there should be a section. Oh, monetizing your book. Okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah. All right. So I I'm gonna be interested in knowing the 15 ways. Okay, uh, come sit over here real quick. We want to see you. You can sit right here. It's cool. All right. So. All right, now Ash. Yep, I'm about to write a book, bro. Yeah, and so and so and so here's the deal. The deal is that all of that is my knowledge. Yeah, and so all I do is I give Chat GPT the prompt. I have to give it the right prompt. I say, hey, here's here's my knowledge. Here's this thing. Please expect. Please expound on it. Go to that camera, please. Go for it. Right. So so I say I say Chat GPT. Here's this information. I need you to expound on it. So now it starts to expound on what I gave it. And it's smart enough to know where I was going based on the little bit that I give it. Mm. And so now I, I'm teaching it. I'm feeding, you know, I'm feeding it the information and it's giving me back the information based on it. So gotcha. it's still my thoughts. It's still my ideas. Still what, what I do originally. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. 15 so, ways. Chat GBT, go. All right. Let me see Ash's uh, angle again real quick. All right, cool. All right, so what you got, Kay? What are the 15 ways to monetize a book? Yep. Okay. Hold on one second. That's my number one. Getting books in hand. Physical, okay. Yep. Same thing. That doesn't mean that doesn't even make sense, but get Okay. <laughs> number three is print on demand. Same thing. We'll Physical do book. Thing, yeah. Doesn't make sense. Go ahead, okay. go. <laughs> Number four is audio books. Okay, that's my number two. That's number two, okay. Number five is ebooks. That's not that's my number three. Number three. Number six is translation. What? If your book is popular, you can consider translating it into other languages and selling it in different That's ways. actually hard. That is, that is. That's hard. So that look, I it got sixteen now. <laughs> so I didn't, that's not my that that's not one of mine, but, that, but thank you, Jet Okay. Keep going. Uh number seven is book clubs. Book nope. Clubs. I don't have that either. Nope. Number eight, speaking engagement. I have that. Okay. Number nine is consulting. I have that. Okay. Number 10 is courses. I have that. Okay, okay. All right. I, I think I understand what's happening. Right. So you, you're, it's no different than research and development for your book. Right. Anyway. Right. Right. So if I was like, yo, I want to, I want to write a book on, I don't know, best podcast practices. Yep. I will put it in chat GPT yep. and it gives me a bunch of information yep. where I can decipher through it and say, all right, this is good. Absolutely. That doesn't make sense. Exactly. This is and my I, I'll give you a prime example, right? So if, if you ask um, chat GPT and I don't know if they fixed it, but if you ask chat GPT, how um, please give me a list of self publishing platforms. It's going to tell you create space, right? Well, any OG in a self-publishing oh. game knows that Amazon bought CreateSpace. Yeah. And so if somebody doesn't know what they're talking about and they use ChatGPT uh, and, and they publish a book that says CreateSpace, then it's going to be outdated. People are going to be reading wrong information. Mm. But I know what I'm talking about. So I'm going, like you said, it's like research. It's like, it's like me writing a book and I have an assistant that's helping me write the book. I say, go assistant, please research this, research that, put this together. They're going to come back with all this information. And as the expert, though, you have to be an expert. Yeah. You cannot skimp off of that. You have to be the expert. 
Because as the expert, I am now going to say, all right, like you said, I want this, I want that, I want that. But it happens really, really fast. This is why I wrote this book in five hours. You defended that well, Ash. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that like at good. the end, of, look, I'm dropping stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, at the at the end of the day, um, yeah. At at the at the end of the day, um, AI is a tool mm -hmm. that you can use to accomplish things faster. Right. I would. It would normally take me if that's the only thing I'm focusing on. It would normally take me two months to finish a book from start to finish. Literally, I started this book at 9 p.m. I didn't go to sleep till about 3 in the morning, and it was done. Mm. Descri <laughs> describe rock bottom for me in your life. Uh, rock, rock bottom is... Um, when, in your life, your situation. Absolutely. When you foreclose on your home and have to move your four children into an apartment, right? You, you go from, you know, doing pretty good to where something happens in your, in your business and, and you lose your home and, and your uh, belongings are sit, sitting out on a curve when you, um, when you get home and you've got to scramble to get your you know, shelter, basic necessity you know, for your children and they're two, four, six, and eight years old. You follow mm -hmm. me? Um, I could keep, I could, this could be the whole 10-hour uh, series. You know, when the uh, electricity goes out, right? When the gas and heat go out because you didn't pay it. It's right? different when you got kids. When, when your credit is, when you, you can't answer your home phone. When your wife's answering the home phone and, 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 and crying because the money's not there to pay. When you go to the grocery store and you pull out your debit card and you're not, you don't have no confidence behind it. <laughs> That's a fact. I'm just saying. Yeah. We could all, you know. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. 
How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal for those of us who have been in between blessings as i call it <laughs> right yeah i could i could keep going i help people who are in that situation yeah. and a lot of americans are in that situation and they're poised, they may be poised about it, and you don't know what they're going through. They may sit right here in, your, in this chair and um, park in their car around the corner. Do you keep that in your, 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 uh, your memory bank? Ooh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I keep it in my memory bank because I don't never want to forget, and I never want to look at that person that's in that situation and overlook them. Mm. When I have a vehicle that could, that could help them. Yeah. And there's a, there's a level, level of empathy that you have. When you see that look, when you see that stare. Yeah, because you, you can relate. Oh, you should never forget that either. And the next thing was maturity. Yeah. In what regard? Just when you're doing business, there's a level of maturity. I see young, beautiful people in here that are, are mature in, in business. And they're not hiding behind a title. They're not saying, oh, I get a pass because I'm a millennial or I'm a Generation Z. Um, we're doing business, so they're according. They're uh, acting accordingly, regardless of their age. Mm-hmm. There's a level of maturity that you have to have to do business, to walk into the bank, right? To to negotiate and have to negotiate contracts and deals. There's a level of maturity that you have to have. You don't get a pass because you're a certain age. How do you develop maturity as a kid? My my kid is two. Mm-hmm. Eventually, she'll be five, ten, right, and she'll. She'll be more mature right over time. But how do I, as an entrepreneur now, become more mature in business? Well, 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 you have. You've evolved. You've had coaches, mentors that held you accountable. Uh, your upbringing, you know, there are certain expectations of you, you know, from somebody, from some people, you know, that, um, that really forces you to grow, you know, to grow in that area of maturity in business. Right. Is it just knowledge base? Is it experience or what? Uh, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of experience. It's a lot of uh, humility of listening to those who have gone the distance, who have more business maturity than we have. Mm-hmm. Right. Listening to coaches, listening to mentors. 
saying, hey, this may have worked for you at this age, but as you continue to go or at this stage of business, you know, but it's not going to work for you. When, when you when people walk into your studio, there's a level of expectations that I felt when I walked in the door. And that there's a level of maturity that people have to have to make it back behind that door right there. Yeah. Am I correct? Uh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. There's just some expectations that, that, that you have for anybody. But if it was a three-year-old child running around here, it'd be different. Yeah. Right? You can't have that expectation for them. Mm-hmm. But when they're over the age of 18 years old and they come behind that door, right, when you're getting ready to go on program, I saw you set it up. Yeah. There's a level of expectation and a standard that you set. That must be, you know, that must be um, abided to. The version of myself that I was at 1 million wasn't ever going to be the version of myself that I needed to be to be at 10 million. So I'm constantly changing. How? In what ways? Being more disciplined or um, just, you know, meeting new people and then getting influenced by them and then changing in like small ways like that. But in, in respect to your relationship or your like an intimate relationship. Right. How did you have to change? Um, I guess now I work a lot more than I used to. So the relationship and I change in, in as far as like more communication now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm someone that I, I had to work on my communication over the years because I wasn't as I wasn't the best at communication. So I think I changed in that aspect. Mm-hmm. And then she had to be more understanding. So maybe that's how she changed too. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, did you ever get arrogant? Like, what do you mean? I mean, yo, I'm the man. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, yeah, you, you go from not having anything to being lit. It's, I mean, you could start feeling yourself a little bit like, right. I'm that guy. And then there's more attention because I know you're not driving no Honda Accord. Nah, nah, definitely not. But I wouldn't say I've, I've ever been arrogant, but I'm aware. You know what's going on. You know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you get uh, uh, women coming at you? Yeah, yes. It's especially when I travel for some reason. But I always got my girl with me. So, oh really? You yeah. take her with you? Yeah. As a safeguard, kinda. Uh, no, nah, I wouldn't say that. But. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure, okay. Um, now nah, that's dope, man. Appreciate that's dope. And as, I mean, does she work? Yeah, she still works. Yeah, she's the event coordinator for your events. Nah, so I need to throw more events so she can help me with that. But mm. she's an event coordinator for this, uh, it's like this high-end Italian restaurant. Oh, really? Yeah, and she they do other like different events and stuff too. So she's been doing that for the past like four years. Has she ever tried to help you with your business? She does. Like she helps me. Ain't it more. annoying? <laughs> I mean, it can be. It can be. I'm about to get in trouble. You hear me? <laughs> Not annoying, but it's tough, right? Because I, I have a wife yeah. and... Uh, she does some very, very key things. Um, one, she for sure holds down the household and she has like great ideas and amazing ideas. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a challenge of, like if I don't take her ideas, um, she could take them personally, but I don't take even some ideas from my staff. You know what I mean? Right. So, but it, it becomes a kind of a, uh, especially if, if they do a job, like say my wife does something and she doesn't do it, she might do it well, but not how I want to do it. Mm-hmm. My, I had to work on how to communicate that in a way that she's not offended. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause she doesn't want to be talked to like, 
someone that I hired to do the event. You know what I mean? So have you had any issues? So she's not really that involved when it comes to my business. She'll help me stay organized in certain things. But I would say like my girl is more so a perfectionist and I'm like the opposite. So a lot of times like I'll post a video or like I'll show her something and she'll kind of like nitpick it and be like, nah, you should fix this, fix this, fix this. And I'll kind of be like, yeah, you're right. But then I'll just post it anyways. (laughs) (laughs) And then she might get mad. But, you know, I'm I'm the type that I'm going to just post it and keep it going, you know. You must have some media training because you're answering these questions A1 <laughs> as if she's in the room. <laughs> you're doing real good. How long has this been out? Um, About uh, January, so I, like top top of the year. So about five months, maybe? Yeah. Almost five, about yeah. five, almost five months. Yeah. Uh, You sold a lot? Of uh, this copy, no. So... Um, I so this, when you saw when you came in, you was like, man, when you put this book out? Yeah, because I thought this was the one you was. Yeah, pushing. so abundance is your birthright is the one that I I've sold a lot of copies, billboard on Times Square. You know and I'm saying like like you know I'm saying put some respect on my okay. name as a self published author. You know what I'm trying to say? Like my 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 fifth number one bestseller because I really focused on that. Um, how, do you, how do you do that? How do you make it a bestseller? Is there a, is there a trick? Yeah, so the trick is really just understanding uh, what categories are um, selling. Um, and what categories can you put your book into so that it could sell the most, right? And so what I do is any book that I put out, I'm looking at, you know, like I don't want to compete against Simon & Schuster. So I'm not going to put my book in a category that some New York Times bestseller is has the same category, right? Mm. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it in a category that is still aligned with my book, but it's not necessarily a popular category so that way it becomes a number one bestseller and here's the thing is it you know uh, amazon has an algorithm as well and so as now it becomes a number one bestseller uh you you definitely want to do pre-sales because if you do pre-sales you'll get all of those sales that like 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 let's say if you had a pre-sale for two months everybody who purchased within that first two months it counts for your first week sales right Uh, how how though because your release date isn't until they actually release it Right, and so if if, if 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 let's say you know, also, but they have to buy it on Amazon. Yeah, oh, yeah, they have to buy, okay. buy it on Amazon. So you can okay. So let's say the book releases on Friday. Yep. If I make a sale on Monday, yep, it can't count for Monday because the book ain't out yet. But it counts for Friday, for Friday. when it hits. Absolutely. Oh, right. That's so, how y'all be doing it. Exactly. I bro, I know some people because I'm not an Amazon bestseller. I am a number one bestseller. Yep. Amongst. You know, my family. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. But, 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 here, but, here, but here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. And so people don't realize this, right? Is now. I've you, said that before. Like, like, best-selling right? Author. So now what do you do? You get a bunch of people to buy I'm, it. I'm sorry. Is that cat, bro? Because I definitely told people I'm a best-selling author. author no, 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 you, I mean. I didn't qualify. It. No, no. I mean, I, I, you know, I, if the numbers hit, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Best-seller. You're a best-seller, right? So look. So now you sell all these copies pre-sold. You put it in the right category. First week comes out, and now it's a it's a a, a a number one bestseller, number one new new release. Now you got social proof, mm-hmm. right? So now, unfortunately, a lot of people want to be first to be second. They don't want to be the first to support you, but when they see everybody else supporting you, they want to support you. So that number one bestseller now, everybody's like, "Oh, this book is hot! This book is hot!" And so, hey y'all, I ain't gonna lie, man. They sent me this Yuffie lock. Think about being on a couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school, and they 
need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there. You don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Eufy is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, eufy.com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, it's, it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Now you you go off of that momentum when Amazon sees that people are buying your book. Now the algorithm is actually going to recommend the book with other books in that same genre to continue to push the book to people who aren't even looking for you. So how many pre-sales did you sell? Uh, so I so, a, so I was like like twenty five hundred pre-sales. Dang, bro, that's a lot still. Right, twenty five hundred pre-sales in a two month two months uh, span and then I had a billboard on Times Square which so did that work that works yeah it works because 
not only were, were people seeing my book who didn't know who I was, but again, now um, I have a lot of content using that billboard. Now all of my 250,000 followers are like, oh my God, he's doing big things. And they want to jump on it. How much you sell the book for? Uh, $14.99. Speaking of maturity, um, I was in that other company mm-hmm. and I just heard the story of like how you decided to just like leave. And I would imagine it was some immaturity on the part of the people that were leading you at the time. And it was like, yo, you just got sick of it pretty much. Like, I, I, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I would imagine there was something that you didn't like, something about how the company was being run. And in that scenario, did you identify like, they're too mature in business or was it something else? No, no, no. Um, and and let's, let's be clear. These individuals, they owned the company. They weren't leading me. And I'm just saying that, <laughs> you know, fair, yeah. fair to say. Explain the difference though. Um, just, I, I came into a company with my expertise and I was able to um, take the company from a few hundred people to, as you mentioned, well over, you know, 20 some thousand people. Um, so they brought a leader in to help, you know, build a company, mm-hmm. right? They owned the company, uh, which is important to note that when someone owns a company, they have the right to run it the way they want to. And because they owned the company and I didn't, I opted if I didn't agree with the way the company was being run, I had to leave. Mm-hmm. Just that simple. Got you. Just like if somebody on your <laughs> doesn't like the way you do things here. One option, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> right. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It wasn't personal. Again, it was just, you know, if you don't like the way something is running and you don't own it, you you have one option, and I I, I opt. I, I chose that option. Did you see a change in the owners of the company? Because I, I and I'm just I'm just playing a scenario in my head, where okay, I got a couple hundred people in my company, and you come in, and it runs to over twenty thousand meaning the company is a lot more profitable. They're making more money. Um, did you see a difference in how they talk to you or approach you when you first got started? Oh, when absolutely. Had a couple hundred? absolutely. Absolutely. The, the, the need, um, you know, wasn't there anymore. You know, I, I actually, the company, we took it up to 36,000, 36,000. Yes. And, you know, uh, companies naturally want to increase their profitability. Right. Um, so people have a natural tendency to uh, want to maximize their pleasure, minimize their pain. So at that point, it's 36,000 people. You know, uh, the owners had, had a right to, you know, see how they could make it more profitable. And I felt like it was at the expense of the leaders who had created that success. Mm. But, no, would you okay. tell, but would you tell him that if you didn't like what he wore to set today and you think he should dress up? Would you tell me that? Would you tell me? Reese, you tell me. Yeah, if I was like, if I was swaggerless today, it is just. Yeah, as you tell me. Yeah, okay. Would you tell me if I was. No? Why? I don't. Why wouldn't they tell me? I don't. I mean, I, I'm not because, like. A, because it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, one, they could feel like it could affect your confidence. Also, it could. It, no, they, I just roast you back. They also could feel. <laughs> <laughs> they also could feel like it may 
affect your confidence in them. Mm. Like your confidence in them to, okay, now I wore this button up and now all my clients, all my fans are roasting me and they're like, oh, you wearing a button up now? So now you may lack confidence in them mm. to believe what they they told you was actually good. True. You don't think I need to wear a button up though, right? That's not what you're hitting at. I mean, I definitely think you could. I think Spruce you it up could. A little bit? Yeah. For sure. On a regular? I mean, I honestly think where I see Dave being in the future commands a different aura than what you currently have. Is this a coaching session? A little bit. Chelsea, can you invoice it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, uh, so let me ask this. Is there someone that you think that is going to that higher level that needs to dress the way I dress? I mean, honestly, I feel like when you look at EYL and what they've been able to do and you look at their first episode versus where they're currently at and the where they're currently going, mm -hmm. they have shifted the narrative around what EYL is and they showed up. They showed up looking the part, you know? Mm -hmm. I just think that where you want to be in five years should start now. Mm. Like my personal rebrand, honestly, I used to be so busy focused on making sure all of my businesses and my brands were successful, making sure Girl Mob was successful, making sure the ice agency was successful. And I have multiple businesses. So people always looked at me as, we don't really know what Skittles does, but we should, we know that she do a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. And no, and depending on who knew me, every narrative was different. You would say something different. Someone else would say something different about me. Right now, I want people to know that I'm building the next WeWork for female entrepreneurs. Like, mm -hmm. I'm building the next WeWork, but make it pink. I need everybody to know that. I don't want them to know I have agency, I have Girl Mob, I have this, I have that. Those brands already exist on their own. They're already doing great on their own. I have a, already have a team built around those brands, right? So when you go to my page, I can't just give hacks or here, share this content or da 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 because I know that that's not what Forbes is looking for. I know that's not what Bloomberg is looking for. I know that's not where I'm, what Oprah, Oprah is not trying to come to my page and see me selling the ebook. Mm. I'm sorry. You're talking good. She just isn't, you know? So, and not shading those that sell ebooks because I have tons of them, <laughs> right? But it lives on the business page that that brand is around. It lives on Girl Mob. It lives, my marketing services live on the ISA agency. You don't need to come to my page and say, you need a logo? Three steps on how to get your logo. You don't need that. Like wow. my brands, you're not going to Jeff Bezos' page to find out how Amazon shipping is working. You're not going to Oprah's page to figure out what article she's writing next. Like, where do you see yourself being 10 years from now? This is so good. Also, ladies that's watching this, it also goes back to who do you see yourself being 10 years from now? And are you dating that person that you see yourself being with in 10 years? Like, my relationship now is solely based on who I knew I was going to become. Like, I knew... Our first date with me and Zoe, we, it was an interview. Are you in debt? How many kids do you want? What, what are you, what's your plans? You live in South Carolina. Are you moving to Atlanta? It wasn't aggressive. Of course, I was like, right. okay. 
So would, would you consider moving to Atlanta? Yeah, would you consider moving to Atlanta? Mm-hmm. How many kids do you want? Because I already knew that I didn't want more than two kids. Yeah. Right? So if he was to say, oh, I want four kids, I want a big family, I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah, we, we, we're not even compatible right now. Yeah. So I already know the trajectory of my life. We're not going to align. And so many people are listening to this podcast right now and they wonder where they're, they wondering why am I not where I want to be? Because you're not aligned with the person that is on in the car with you. Mm. So you, you trying to go left, he trying to go right. I already knew from day one, we were both going left together. And when it's time to go right, we both going right together. So I think when it comes to me, I'm thinking so far ahead I'm thinking so far ahead. I'm thinking, where is the bakery icing agency, Girl Mob, going to be in five years? My goal is to, to sell all of my businesses, right? And if I'm thinking about selling all of my businesses and living my best life and my grandchildren living off of the businesses that I've built and struggled with for 15 years... I need to personally detach from those businesses so that when the business sells, I don't sell. Man, people can be inspired, right? Pumped up, right? Still going to be scared. (laughs) Because inspiration is what you get from other people. What are they going to do once you're gone? I can inspire you, but I'm going to leave. Then you got to go do the thing. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And it's not going to happen overnight. So what do I do? Come in every day and inspire you? You're still going to be scared. You're really going to be scared when you get out there and start doing it. If you if you don't understand it. Mm. Understanding. Education. Education. All I get and get an understanding. Understand. 
Man, you you flipping this microphone, and people are scared to death of this microphone. <laughs> you, it's just a part of like a part of your wardrobe. Yeah, yo, that is a really good point. I understand that I can come in here. I'm educated to know that I can talk into this mic, and it goes into that recorder. But if I don't like what goes into the recorder, I can just delete it. I understand that. But I think some people don't know that they could try something. If it does, they don't like that one, they could just try it again. They don't even know that. Right. I believe. Well, also your ability to communicate with other people. Right? All those things. But if you know you don't have a command of the English vocabulary, you would be afraid. Mm. Right? So, again, fear isn't coming in so many different forms. Because once you, once you speak it, once it comes out, you can't unspeak it. It's out there. People are afraid of that. People are afraid of public opinion. What people think about me is none of my business. <laughs> Y'all caught it? Did you catch? We caught that up. We caught that up. We caught that up. Let's I go. mean, really? I, I mean, I can't. Well, people think the, about people me is none of my business. the people that's walking around, it's like they, you know, afraid to say it, do it, mess it up, right? Mess it. We, man, hey, come on. We failed our way to the top. 100%. I mean, you messed it up. You didn't start with these microphones, right? You're right. <laughs> right? That's not all. You know, all the. You know, you you keep adjusting. You throw it out there, and you keep making the adjustments, but you weren't afraid to start it. Mm. Man, I think people know that they just need to start, right? Absolutely, and be humble enough to take the lessons that come along the way and make the proper adjustments and corrections. That's what humility comes in at, where you admit, man, I messed up. Yeah. I need to adjust. But if you don't think anything wrong, you keep doing the same thing. And you keep failing. But you have to be humble enough to take the lessons that come with it. Let me ask this. You said that, um, and this is what I gathered, when you, were, when you hit rock bottom, you were actually up at some point. So let, let me, when you, did you hit rock bottom and then you started to build? Like, were you already on the bottom and you realized, okay, I'm down? Like, there's a company, let's say you have a job, you're just getting by, and then you lose the job, and now you hit rock bottom. But it's not a it's not a long fall. It's just, okay, I'm doing right, 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 right. Were you up, and then you fell, and then had to come up again? Absolutely. Because we're entrepreneurs, yeah. right? And that's, that goes back to why people don't try things, because they don't want to fail. Yeah. For people like us, we're not going to be satisfied, you know, with just, you know, the, the basic. Mm -hmm. It was very clear. I wanted to be wealthy. Yeah. Right? If, if I wasn't trying to be wealthy, I would have never failed. I would have been doing something safe. <laughs> I, was, I failed going for it. Mm -hmm. And I fell. Right? Yeah. But I got back up. And it made those adjustments. Yeah. Right? What do you think is worse? Not being successful for a long time ever or becoming successful if they're failing? Well, I mean, it, it just success is relative, mm -hmm. right? So, for a lot of people, success is making the six figures. Yeah. For success, for a lot of, for some people, is having a job. Mm -hmm. Success for me was defined as being wealthy. Mm -hmm. And how did, you just, how did you define wealthy? Uh, the first uh, sign of initial wealth for me was to get to $19,231 a week, $83,333 a month, which is a million dollars a year. Mm -hmm. That was my personal, you know, target. Mm -hmm. You follow me? Yeah. And along the way, you know, I, I failed. 
that something that me and Donnie were um, discussing. You think I'm too accessible? Yes. Certainly. Accessibility brings your value down. I'll be around, too. Accessibility brings your value down. I'll be so in the mix. Think about, I really hate saying names, but think about Beyonce. Think about Oprah. Think about Tyler Perry living in Atlanta. Mm. Right? But you never see him. So if he does an event today and announced it right now on his Instagram, would you go? Of course. But if you've seen him every day this week, would you go? No. So. I wouldn't be, I probably would go, but I wouldn't be as excited. Or if I had some other stuff to go on, I'd be like, oh, I'll see him tomorrow. Exactly. And I think that, again, how we run our businesses nowadays dictates the cult following that you're ultimately going to build and it dictates how much people are going to pay you how much would you pay somebody that you see every day Mm. versus somebody that you never see and you dream to be in that room Beyonce did not care that our our financial crisis when she listed her renaissance tickets I questioned myself and I'm I'm pretty good (laughs) like I'm pretty good I was like babe (laughs) this might be a gift like Mm. you get what I'm saying like but she didn't care because she knows that the people that are going to be in that room are going to figure it out you either see me in Atlanta or you never see me yeah I think that we've built our businesses to feel like accessibility means community and it doesn't we think that accessibility means community. Yes. You think having to show That's up real. every day, having to hug people, having to know their kids' birthdays. And this is, you think Jeff Bezos know all his hundreds of thousands of drivers, but they still at your door on Sunday. On Easter, I got packages. They were still there. That man don't know that person's name. But that person is attached to the core values and the mission of Amazon. And that person has attached who he his personal goals to his professional goals, which is why he shows up on Sunday. It has nothing to do with Jeff Bezos. What if you really, really like the engagement? I love it. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, wait, so waking up in the morning, like jumping on his morning meetup call, it does more for me than it does for them. That I get a chance to like speak and teach and I get to see all these people and I'm seeing like people grow. What if you like it? I think what is the end goal? Because it's cool when you like it, but yeah. what about when you don't? Right. What about when there is issues at home and you like, let me pull myself out of bed put this craft myself up into this person that has to run the morning meetup. And I don't even feel like meeting up with myself for real. Right. Like what about those days? What about those months? What about those years when, when your daughter's like, no daddy, like it's summer break. I want to be on vacation. I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. What about those days? I, I think for me, right. My daughter is five years old. Mm-hmm. She's been to 15 countries and she's been on 500 flights. Dang. And I'm not saying that as a boastful thing. Sometimes as a mom, I question myself on, is this right for her? Mm-hmm. Does she want, like, literally, it's funny, this whole week, 
instead of my daughter saying, oh, mom, we going to school? She literally wake up. I'm like, good morning, baby. Good morning. We going to the airport? I'm like, no, we know. We're going to school. We're not going to the airport? I'm like, no. Oh, and wow. it starts to challenge me because now her school is like, oh, y'all going somewhere this weekend? Y'all? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> we are. We are. Wow. Like, but it makes me think, like, is that what she wants to do mm. as her five-year-old self? Or mm. does she want to be at a park? Does she want to say, mom, are we going to the park? Most yeah. five-year-olds are saying, mom, are we going to the park? They're not saying, mom, are we going to the airport? They don't know about TSA. Yeah. They don't know about taking all the laptops and iPads yeah. out of your bag, you know? So I think when I think about how my life is and who it impacts, I want to live for not only myself, but the people that it impacts as well, which is my husband, which is my children. Mm. So when you think about that 10 years, your wife probably makes a lot of sacrifices from you being here. Your mm. wife probably makes a lot of sacrifices from you running your business. Zoe makes a lot of sacrifices for me being in my day to day, which is why I hired a VP, which is why I hired an operations manager, because I don't want, it's cool. We've been doing this 10 years, but what about the day? I, in 10 years, Dave, there's never been a day when my husband has called me and said, babe, let's go to lunch during a work week and I went in mm. 10 years mm. unless we're on vacation or unless we planned around that and when I see him at brunch with y'all I'll be like oh you went to brunch with uh, uh, oh I see you at brunch uh, you didn't bring me nothing to work but there hasn't been a day but trust me do you not think that he wants his wife to be like babe we going to lunch babe we going to Greece babe we, going, we out mm. he's altering his lifestyle based upon my own dreams. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're gonna like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, 
information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.